let's face it, life is full of a lot of big emotions, and yet we've grown up in a culture which tends to encourage dismissing and compartmentalizing our uncomfortable feelings. To prevent ourselves from feeling certain feelings, we often do things like numb ourselves. We do this by drinking too much, medicating, overeating, and workaholism, just to name a few. These are all signs that we may be resisting feelings that we've made impermissible or are unwilling to feel. The problem is when we don't tend to our feelings, they start to run us. We may make choices to avoid the feelings in ways that usually become addictions and also that cause us more stress, wreck our relationships, inhibit our peace of mind, as well as limit any chance of high performance. Today, I share two practices, both of which can be done in under five minutes to begin to release the valve that may be causing a pressure cooker unknowingly, especially in a fast-driven life. When you practice what I'm going to show you, you will find you're not as triggered by situations. Your stress will decrease and your peace of mind will increase. You know these conversations are all about intersecting your well-being and high performance. That intersection is what I've named your inner game advantage. Being able to feel your feelings gives you access to make better choices, which gives you more room for your best purpose-driven work. I'm sharing all this with you in the practice that I am confident will calm your nervous system and let go of the coping mechanisms that are no longer working for you, all in this conversation. I'm confident these practices will support you. Let's dive in. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hello, I am eager to share today's topic with you because it is one that has the power to change things in your life and specifically those unwanted patterns of behavior that you may feel right now you're stuck with. It has to do with feeling your feelings that they don't run you. A few years back, I was struggling with anxiety, and I used this practice that I'm going to share with you today to overcome my anxiety and kick some bad habits that I wasn't aware were a result of me not allowing myself to feel certain emotions. Today's episode has to do with becoming aware of the root of what keeps us stuck, what keeps us anxious, unsteady, and with a nagging feeling of unrest. I was talking to a man. He's successful. He's well regarded in his industry. He's a father of three young kids. He's a husband, son, brother, wears a lot of hats. And he was telling me that he'd gone through a really rough period in the past few years. His older parents had divorced. His father was diagnosed and then died of ALS, and that parts of his family had become disenfranchised and separated while he was going through and processing his grief and with a lot of responsibility at work and a young family to care for. 
And when I asked what he most wanted right now, he told me that he just wanted peace. But he explained that he was struggling with this constant anxiety because he was confused and couldn't make sense of how he and his family had gotten to where they were. He desperately wanted to understand. And what I saw in him, I'd seen in myself before, and I see it in a lot of people that I talk to. He was feeling stuck and worried that he was in a situation, A, that he was never going to get out of, but also that he thought that there was going to be some strategic, linear, rational, logical way that could allow him to move through it. And this happens a lot of times with people who have been relying on their left brain and relying on logic and strategy to be able to support them in solving some of their biggest problems. But what was happening is that he was having a lot of big emotions and life is full of them. One of the biggest things, however, that is keeping him stuck and has kept many of us stuck and can be right now, maybe even for you, is from accessing those feelings that we're having that we're not able to be in peace because of our resistance to feeling other ones. Instead, he was thinking that when he could get the answers and understand it, that it would all make sense and that that was going to be his solution. He was focused on the thoughts instead of being willing to feel the feelings. And I explained this in some ways, but it's very, very common to think that we can compartmentalize or that we can move our attention or that we can go over, under, or around emotions. A lot of times that we think if also that if we're going to feel our feelings, that we're going to be overtaken or we're going to drown in them. So we drink and we overeat and we do a myriad of other things or we overwork. It's another one. We do these things to push down the feelings. The problem is, is that if we don't tend to them or we don't acknowledge them or we don't feel them, they keep coming back up. That whole concept of what you resist persists. You can see that anger perhaps when you're impatient with your spouse or your family at member. You may feel the malaise or the sadness or lack of passion because you're unwilling to experience other feelings. There's all types of things that happen as a result of us resisting our feelings. I know for me, at one point, I was in denial about some feelings and unwilling to feel feelings because I thought I had to remain strong. And they get pent up in us. They cause frenetic energy within us because we're working so hard to push them down. And I was pulled out of my own driveway and hit a car at the end of my street. It was completely about my unwillingness to feel certain feelings. And those are the types of things that happen because of our resistance. They have sideways ways that they come out. They can't be stuffed down no matter how talented we think we are at doing it. It's completely natural for us to want to avoid feeling uncomfortable or to avoid scared emotions. After all, who has time for that, right? How many have time to sit with their feelings? It's completely understandable to not want to be in an uncomfortable space. In a lot of cases, we don't even realize that we are covering up our feelings that that's the the reason. We work really hard to numb them out. But as I said, they come up in other ways. The resistance to feeling that you're really feeling in your life is what's causing the patterns of behavior that you don't like, the poor habits or the addictions. 
your impatience, your bad relationships. And when you stop making the feeling impermissible and you acknowledge it, it has the opportunity to dissipate and move through you as opposed to remaining stuck. This practice that I'm going to teach you has taught me that I could feel these feelings that I had made impermissible, and now I don't have to work so hard at fighting them or numbing them. What I'm saying is that you're never going to figure it out. Logic and rational thought and awareness only can go so far at returning you to the peace that as a leader, I imagine you want right now. And while I am usually speaking to entrepreneurs and corporate leaders, Understand that this practice will help anybody who wants to return to peace. Here's how you do it. There's two ways. The first way is to notice the next time that you're having an uncomfortable moment. Maybe you're feeling anxious or restless. And maybe that is best noticed or observed when you're about to engage in a pattern of behavior that numbs out a feeling. Maybe you're grabbing a drink or you're overeating or you're stepping out to do more work when your family's gathered together. Stop and reflect on the pattern. Then ask yourself, what are you feeling? Is there a feeling that you are attempting to avoid or not feel? Once you identify the feeling you're avoiding, stop and for 90 seconds, allow yourself to feel it. Allow it to wash through you. Honor it, acknowledge it, and simply be with it. The other option is for you every morning to grab your journal and for two minutes write down everything that you're feeling. Do it without editing. Just allow the feelings to come up. Be brave. Allow them to be permissible, whatever it is that you're feeling, whether it be grief, sadness, anger, fear, whatever it is. Make it permissible to feel it and just write. When we allow and accept negative feelings, they dissipate naturally. And then positive feelings are given room to expand. I liken the experience of allowing feelings to moving into a wave. We know that if we resist the wave, that's actually when we're going to be drowned. When we can see ourselves moving into the wave. And you can feel this. Visualize yourself moving into a wave that the wave is the feeling and that you're going with it as opposed to rejecting it or fighting it. What happens is is that eventually you'll feel a calm because the feeling will dissipate. It is also like a good massage where there's a knot in your muscle. You can't deny that there's a knot in your muscle. And when you have a good masseuse or you're able to move the blood through the the knot and the muscle, you're able to get your flow, but you have to move in it. You can't go around it, can't go over under it. That's a poor massage. That's a poor way to create the flow. So think of it as the sooner that I'm able to move into this feeling and to stop denying it, the sooner I return to my peace that I'm so interested in having as a leader at this time in my life. What's really important to understand is that feelings drive the show and that logical thinking can't do much about it. It's just real. It's science. Our feelings are creators. They are our motivators. They are moving us. 
So it's really important to be able to get in touch with feelings, to not reject them, but to feel them. And this can, like I said, be really tough for fast-driven leaders who are used to getting things done in a linear, logical, strategic approach that doesn't require a lot of emotion. But when we can allow and accept negative feelings, they will dissipate naturally. And again, the positive feelings are given room to expand. And when you can express and feel into the emotion, you release the emotional pattern. You release even the addictions that are numbing it out. And you allow your body to feel the feelings viscerally and they move through. It may take you only once to release a feeling with one of these two practices. But if you're like others and most people, I encourage you to continue to return to the practice of feeling into your feeling. Dive in. I know this practice will serve you greatly. It did for me. Enjoy. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.